I love this topic. It's such a tricky one, very difficult, and I won't have all the answers, but I'd love to talk about it, and I hope you are interested. Let's say you want to keep it to yourself that you're going for a job interview and you don't want to tell anybody, but you dress up to the nines out of the blue, then take a two-hour lunch break. You work full-time. It will be very obvious to your coworkers you have gone to a job interview. So how do we deal with it? And I'd also like to go through a business case scenario with you of someone who did tell their manager that they were applying for a role. And then we will analyze what happened to them professionally, what impact it had on their career progression internally when they didn't get the role they applied for. And as the manager now knew, they were looking out for another opportunity. Hello there, my name is Renata Bernardi and this is the Job Hunting Podcast where I try to help you nail your next job and have the career you want. If you like this and need this type of content, please make sure you subscribe. The pod podcast now is going out um, every at the time of recording every week on a Thursday Australian Eastern Standard Time. And I think I'll keep it that way. I have about 40 episodes planned, but every time I record one, I think of another two. So I think we'll be going on at infinitum at this stage. I thought about doing twice a week, but frankly, I can't fit it into my schedule. Maybe in the future I might be able to, if there's enough interest. But let's go for once a week. They're around 15 to 20 minute long. I don't want to make it longer than that unless I interview someone, which is also a plan of mine. Also, please do share the love and share this episode with someone you believe will benefit from listening. The episode notes also have, um, I treat it like a, a blog, so I include uh, information and I do summarize it a bit and anything I refer to on the podcast, I try to remember to put it, put it on the episode notes. It's a challenge, but I try my best. Okay, so how to attend a job interview when you work full time? Well, if you Google that, this is what you will find. And it's true. If possible, take a day off, right? That's the obvious thing you should do. I would try to take a annual leave day off, not a sicky day off. Um, I know in some countries that's not possible. In Australia, it is possible for you to... Um, request a one day off from work you just apply online mostly if you work for a small business you just say you know I need that day for personal reasons just doing something and you don't have to explain much the problem is if you have the type of personality where you are a big sharer at work and everybody knows about your personal life at work because you share a lot then if you don't share what you're going to do people will find it bizarre because it's not like you not to share. So you will have to juggle that and maybe think about that in the future as well. I am a 50-50 person. I like to be human and have, you know, social interactions with co-workers and people I work with. In the past, I've, I don't work with anybody much these days. I, I have my own business but and, and I have collaborators. But I do tend to um, share a little bit, but not too much. Uh, but I do know that people really enjoy sharing a lot. Um, it, it will be tricky. But you, you should take a day off. It's easier. Job interviews can be a bit stressful if you're not used to doing them. And things tend to go really um, messy on the day of the job interview unless you plan. So having that time, let's say if a job interview is at 10 or 11 a.m. or 4 p.m., you have enough time to make sure everything's going to go okay and you're not busy at work and you don't get caught up at work with one thing or another. So that's the ideal. I don't like the idea of 
taking sickies, taking what well, sickies in Australia is a sick day, right? Um, because it, it just doesn't sound good, um, but you, you have to do what you need to do to get to that job interview. Ideally, annual day, annual leave, take the day off. Bob's your uncle, as they say. Um, if that's not possible for one reason or another, I know like in my home country, I don't think you can just take a one day off like that. I could be wrong. I'm from Brazil originally and I think mom told me, and I haven't been in Brazil working in Brazil for 19 years, but mom did tell me it wasn't very common. People just take, you know, like a batch, like a week off. Um, and she's often, when she comes to visit me, she often says, oh, can you just take a day off? When she comes to visit me, I try to do longer weekends. So I'll take a day off on a Friday and on a Monday and have a four day weekend and take her somewhere close by. And that's how I do it. And she's always curious as how to do that. And it's just, we can do that in Australia. That's great. Um, okay, so let's say you, you can't take a day off, right? Um, but you need to get out of the job, the work earlier, or you are right in the middle of the day, you have a job interview, let's say a lunchtime. People will know if you dress way better that day, you know, how you have to be ready to either not care or not explain or ideally what you would do, which is my preference and how I hope I've always done it, is you just dress professionally every day. I spoke about this in part two of a uh, personal narrative, which is episode number four, I think, yeah, of this podcast. And the idea of professional identity and semantics and amplifying every message. It's what you say, it's what you do, it's how you are portrayed uh, to your colleagues, which has to do with the way you dress. So um, think about, you know, Dr. Oz on TV. He's always dressed as a doctor and that reinforces the the message that he's an expert in what he's saying um, and same would happen to any other profession I'm just giving that as an example because it's an, an obvious one for doctors they dress like doctors when you go to hospital everybody's dressed in a certain way and it gives you um, uh, it gives them credibility so dress well every day if you can. Um, if your work environment is really um, casual and you're applying for a job um, in a place that's not so you need to dress a little bit better um, do so mindfully but also when you walk into the interview let them know that you had been at work and not trying to find excuses for not being dressed in a suit but um, reminding them that you know it's an awkward situation for you and um, hopefully that will deal with the situation of not being super interview ready dressed for that situation. Um, try to book the interview at the start or end of the day. That's also very good. So if the recruiter calls you and asks you what time would you prefer, there's a 9, there's a 10, there's a 3, there's a 4, you try the 9 a.m. or the 4 p.m., sometimes earlier if they have earlier like 8 a.m., and then let work know that you'll be arriving a bit later that day and you'll make it up at another time depending on the position they need to make up the time at another time and yeah and I guess that's another um, great sort of way around it sometimes that's not possible though sometimes uh, the recruiters just have a mandate to just get all the 
candidates in on a certain day and you know she if she has called people before she called you they got those easier times and you're stuck at 10:30 a.m in the morning so that's a really tricky situation I'm not gonna lie have I done it yes I've, I've done it was it stressful a bit I you know first few times it was but not so much not not so much later on I kind of got the hang of it I haven't done that many but I've done enough for it to get easier and for me to learn from my mistakes of not being an oversharer and also um, so let's go through this right let me kind of go through the things that I've done and the best ways to do it is to create an environment where you are where you are excused from work every now and then to do a personal thing or another as long as you're always able to catch up on work later and keep on top of your responsibilities and KPIs, that's fine. I guess also being a mother of two uh, and working in the corporate environments that I've worked with, which, you know, environments with great culture and great um, attention to females in the workforce um, and giving them flexibility. I suppose I've kind of been able to arrive a bit later, you know, if a kid was sick or if there was a problem at school or, um, you know, I remember I had a great manager and uh, Duncan, if that's you. And he said, I have a wife. I know sometimes you need to get your hair done. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know what he's trying to say. Maybe my hair is not looking so good, but I got it. He's like, you know, yeah, you don't need to do that, you know, after hours if you need a, a, a time to just do something for you and then catch up on work as long as you're doing what you need to do for us that's fine and and you know after being in an organization for many years people know that you that it's okay to look for another job you know don't feel guilty or bad about it um and if you need to take time off during the day if you have um developed that relationship with your coworkers, where if you come in and out they know that you are going to uh, do the right thing and and catch up on work at some point then you have um, created the opportunity for you to catch up with a recruiter for a coffee um if you decide that it's time to move on. Okay, remember, your current work and boss are your best references, right? So this is really important to remember because what you're trying to do is to find the best job opportunity and career opportunity for you, but you have a responsibility with your current job and this current job, co-workers and managers are your best reference. They are the things in your resume that will resonate with your future employer and eventually they will call your manager to ask about you. So you, you always need to do the right thing by your current work. So more than ever, you want to make sure your work is above bar, even if you have to take, you know, a few hours off your day to go to a job interview. So maybe I've been lucky or maybe it's my sector, but I, I was not micromanaged and I could take time out every now and then to run a personal errand, like I said, and catch up uh, with work later. I also never over explain things, like I said. Uh, and for example, um, don't say all the details of a medical appointment. I <laughs> That's a pet peeve of mine when my a friend, a co-worker tells me everything that she has done at the dentist. Uh, <laughs> I don't like listening to stuff like that. So, um, and you know, because if you want to then 
go to a job interview and you decide that the best way to do it is to tell a white lie, guys, oh, it's going to be horrible. People are going to ask you if you say, oh, I went to a, an appointment, a medical appointment. People are going to ask you what's wrong with you. How was it? And then you're going to start lying and adding details to it. Oh, gosh, it's the worst situation. You just know people are not telling the truth. It's really awkward. Don't go down that path. What I've always done as well is every, I mean, for years since Outlook has been around, my my work calendar is available to my co-workers. Like not just to my manager or people that work in my team. It's just, it's available. Anybody that works in an organization that wants to check my calendar, it's there. Why? Because my time is the time in my this is my philosophy. Oops, just shook my microphone. This is my philosophy. My time is the organization's time. And if people want to know what I'm doing, they can check. And I'm completely open and honest about it. But also because I've done a lot of work in relationship management and business development, which means I'm always out and about. And many of my previous roles have been, there's been a lot of travel and I want people to know where I am. Sometimes I'm I'm in a different time zone, for example, and they can't reach me and they don't know why. And it could be that I'm still asleep, right? If I'm in UA in Western Australia and they're calling me from Sydney. So, um, yeah. And if I need a personal time in my calendar, I block that as a personal, personal time. Then people know that, you know, I'm doing something personal at certain time. But other than that, you know, here's a meeting with this client. This is a internal staff meeting. People just know what I'm doing, period. I've always liked that openness. Some workplaces that I've worked in the past have asked that of all their employees. Some haven't. And um, I, I really think that that's that's a good way to go. I also, like I said, dressed professionally so that people never thought one day I was more overdressed than another. Um, if you read my top 10 tips for making job hunting less stressful and more successful, now I can say that it's really quite hard. Um, so that's the document that you can download from a link on the episode notes. Or if you've listened to my previous podcast about building your brand, the personal narrative ones, part one and two, you will know by now that your next job can be found anywhere. So, you know, sometimes I have clients that say, oh, you know, I can't be bothered dressing up nicely every day. I'm like, well, there you go. <laughs> you know, do that for the next 12 months and and see the opportunities uh, opening up for you. Because if you are a great um, financial analyst, I'm just going to use an example. And, you know, I, I'm using financial analyst because that might be, you know, an intelligence uh, analyst somebody that has a very a desk bound job right so it's it's less most motivating for a person that doesn't get out much to um dress nicely for work they can come in in their um jeans and t-shirt at times depending on the culture of the workplace but i would i would recommend to clients to dress up in nice pair of dark jeans and a shirt and belt and shoes and you know if you're going out for a coffee you're bumping uh, into people you're at George Street or Collins Street in Melbourne or even anywhere it doesn't matter where you work there are opportunities everywhere be ready for them dress nicely if you go to a job interview it won't make any difference to people that work with you they know that you dress well hmm. um, so a lucky person is a person prepared for opportunities I like that um, if your job requires you to be dressed more casually then walk into the interview and destroy with your confidence and 
exude leadership, right? So let them know you have been at work and need to go back to work. So it explains things like a lack of a jacket or you're not dressed in a suit, for example. And I'm thinking about specific roles here, depending on who your profession and your sector, that wouldn't even be a deal. So don't worry. What you shouldn't do, like I said, you shouldn't over explain or lie. You shouldn't over explain your lie if you decide that that's the only way you can get out of the job for a job interview. Oh, don't get sucked into too many details. I can just think of, you know, um, uh, sitcoms and comedies about it. I'm sure like a Seinfeld situation. Don't get sucked up into that. Come up with, don't come up with complicated stories. Don't feel guilty. You will show. If you have a, a guilty mindset about going for a job interview, it will show. You will have a guilty attitude at work. And don't tell people you're looking for a new job. Okay, so that's um, sometimes people that are really wonderful people and brave and confident and they feel like they're doing the right thing is that they will tell their managers they're looking for a job. Okay. And I don't recommend that. It, it's a big elephant in the room. Should you tell people at work? You probably have been thinking about that from the moment I started this podcast. And my answer is no way, Jose. This is my personal opinion. Um, and it's based on things that I've seen and heard and experienced over time. And the other thing too... Even if you have a great job culture and you completely think that there will be no problem telling people that you um, are looking around, um, it's not fair on anyone that you tell. I don't think it's fair. When you are a manager, so I've been a manager where people that um, reported to me told me that they were looking. When I am planning ahead and I'm strategizing for the next year and the next budget and I have a whole bunch of projects and deadlines and things, it's not fair to ask me not to tell other people because when I'm planning things, I, I can't count on you, right? If you're leaving. Plus, if and, and, and they can't count on you. If you don't leave, you will be stuck there with me, you know, if I'm a manager or a colleague, and it will be awkward for me if I'm your colleague or your manager that I can't tell everyone. So I'll end up telling. If I'm a manager, I have to tell my manager, look, there's a chance such and such. Will. So when we're planning for this project, we need to take that into account. How do you know? Well, they told me, right? They may start reconsidering your motivation and interest in your job. Um, and if they have to give an opportunity for somebody, if you have told um, them that you're leaving, they will give opportunity to somebody else. So let's say there's a leadership summit happening. And if they know that you're looking around and applying for jobs, you're not going to be invited for that summit. They will invite somebody else. I'm just an example. It can be, it really can negatively affect your ability to get an internal promotion or an interesting project. And this could be a way for you to um, continue your career progression. It's actually the best way to continue your career progression. I will keep you posted by email on future resources, podcasts, webinars, and other things that I'm doing at renatabernardi.com. And we'll keep talking about this topic specifically because I think this is one of the trickiest ones for people that are still looking for work whilst working somewhere else. Um, not only because it's hard not to tell people, it's hard to carve the time to actually do the job applications and do a great job at following up and, 
and it's you know it has to become part of your routine right and doing that is tricky so I really want to support people that are going through that situation um, so it's it's really about marketing and selling you as a service to your future employer and finding the right um, way of letting people know um, is really tricky so spelling it out that you're leaving is, is probably not the best thing to do um all right i guess that's it for today ask me anything just find me on social media um leave a comment email me and i shall sort of consider what you're saying i have a few ideas about incorporating uh questions in the future from listeners and i'd love to have a batch of them to do a couple of episodes on those and you will find uh the top 10 tips guide in the um in the episode notes have a look uh and i'll see you next time thank you bye